talk about it. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Dane and Friends. My name is Dane, and I like to talk about anything and everything. And with me today, I'm very excited. I have a semi, uh, a semi, um, Semi celebrity? <laughs> I, I guess so. I don't like to think of myself don't think of, like, like that. Think of like I that. don't know. This, this, <laughs> uh, it, this is Heaven from Lifting the Stigma on Instagram. Hello, everyone. I'm semi famous. <laughs> Yay! Semi famous. <laughs> That's so weird to hear. <laughs> uh, isn't that weird? I, I've been thinking about that a lot because I had that moment of like uh, when I when I talked to you for the the thing i didn't even look on you i just the instagram was just the only way i could get a hold of you yeah so i didn't even know like that you had so many followers and things like that so i just was like i just sent out a, a message and was like oh my gosh this is like an interesting person like i i want I, to talk to this person again i mean some people think i'm interesting which is like wow really <laughs> that's so validating thank you <laughs> So, um, Heaven, what is it that you do? Like, what it, what is it that you do for people that don't know who what lifting the stigma is? Mm, that's a really good question. Um, I guess what I would like to say is I want to bring out of the darkness the stigma behind um, m- mental and emotional health mm-hmm. and what that necessarily means to someone. And I think a lot of it is just emotional well-being in the conflict, the confliction between our intellectual thoughts, our emotions, and our beliefs. Wow. That's, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's uh, an incredibly impressive thing. And it's uh, it's a really good passion to have, I think, especially in the times that we're in right now. Like right. It's, uh, it's important because everything has just kind of gone so negative that it's nice to yeah. have different different avenues to go down that have positivity that like want right. you to succeed and want you to grow as a person yeah. and to me like it doesn't make sense why we're so quiet about it like our mental health and all this and why there's so much shame like wrapped in like our feelings and why we have been taught to repress them so much like to me that that doesn't make sense like if someone pinches me i'm not gonna be like oh <laughs> That hurts, so I'm going to invalidate that by repressing it because it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you would never do that. <laughs> so why, like, when you feel something, do you repress it because it's unacceptable socially? Yeah, that is a crazy <laughs> idea. That's just yeah. nuts. It really is. <laughs> uh, I've been living my life, honestly, kind of like that recently right. where it's been just being as... Uh, honest not just not just you know verbally but emotionally honest as as i can be in my life and it just it does nothing but make my life better so i don't understand like the stigma behind it like i've never had a person that like full-on shamed me for just being like i'm sad right now like i don't have this or i'm feeling depressed or i'm feeling i'm having these moments of like pain and torture and all and all these things that kind of go on through everybody's lives right and other people look at you and they're like, hey, man, I have that too. Like, let's talk yeah. about it. Like, let's let's go for it. So it's really nice to see someone that actually, like, legitimately is constantly pushing forward towards that. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. And it's it's really such a beautiful thing because when we learn to communicate our emotions, when we learn how to deal with things, we, we learn how to actually discipline our emotions. Hmm. And the only reason that we are 
perceiving them as illogical is because our belief systems don't actually align with them being logical. But if you believe in the right things, emotions actually have a lot of logic to them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, we're not taught that. We're not even given the ability to look inward to understand what are we feeling? Why are we feeling that way? (laughs) And it just blows my mind. Like if you broke your leg, I wouldn't be like, toughen up. (laughs) Walk it off. I mean, that did used to be the case. I know. (laughs) I've seen that. (laughs) Like, no, we have, we have treatments for that. And it's actually such an easy thing to treat once you get the hang of it, once you're taught what it is and once you learn how to communicate it. And it's a skill just like anything else. Like very much so just going to the gym. Like it's something you develop over practice and over time. Like, is that what made you want to uh, start doing like, was it was it a, a mixture of the two that made you want to do like the gym and start learning more about this type of stuff? Was it a, a continuous movement forward in that in your own life that that I, changed it? I guess that's a that's a really interesting point. Um, I actually suffered from depression really badly. Mm-hmm. Like from the time I was seventeen to twenty three. I would say I was very suicidally depressed for about five years straight. My goodness. Yeah. Like 360 days out of the year, like I wished I was dead a couple times, like two to three times within those years. Um, if I had a gun in my hand, I would have done it. Mm-hmm. And with that, like lifting really taught me how to be self-analytical. It got me through a really hard time because it was something consistent, something that directly reflected my effort, like my decisions. Like if I injured myself, it wasn't the weight's fault. Like Mm. I did something wrong. So there was a lot of responsibility and accountability in that. And that led me to, I guess, take responsibility for my mental health as well. Cause it just got to the point where it's like, I'm either going to like off myself or I'm going to get better. And I was too much of a coward to do it, I guess. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I guess we have to get better now. <laughs> we, have the, we have that going. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when it's one way or the other, you really get to see the potentiality of your your willpower yeah. and your determination to overcome such circumstances. And one thought, and it's not the best thought, but sometimes we have to evolve our thoughts is if I fail, I can do it later. <laughs> <laughs> like not the best thought in retrospect but like now i'm like you know it was just baby steps <laughs> I, think, I honestly think that's like a super important thought to have yeah. a lot of the time because we're i feel like more and more uh, throughout my life you, you were taught that failure was a bad thing yeah and it's in in retrospect it has never been a bad thing in Ever. my life it has like catapulted me towards my goals far more than being successful has ever done (laughs) i know i'm like failure doesn't exist you only you only fail when you quit right yep and any failure you have it's just like okay how can i do better what did that teach me and that how is that a failure (laughs) how is reading a book without having the skills that the book is going to teach you like failure you're like no i read the book to learn the skills to like move forward so why we think failure is like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm unworthy or like 
why we take it so personally yeah when really life is about learning it's about being taught something it's about basically deconditioning yourself to rebuild yourself in the ways that you want to be and we have to hold a lot of grace for not only ourselves but for others and our humanity because you can really only learn something once you do it oh, very much so <laughs> like, it's, the, it's the only way you can do something right so oh i'm not magically good at everything i suck like, <laughs> where does that come from <laughs> like we focus so much on logic yet we have so many illogical beliefs and it's like I don't get it. <laughs> it's it's never made sense. No, it hasn't. I don't know if this is something you've talked about. I I don't know if that stuff is something you've talked about on your Instagram and stuff like that. But what what was it like? Like, was there any uh, any particular books or uh, teachings or anything that you have out there that that really affected your life that made you? want to continue to do this like go through because there's always that first initial step yeah especially when you're doing like social media and stuff like that there's that first initial like wave of like oh yeah i'm getting people like yeah (laughs) people are listening but like what made you want to push forward in that because i know i remember when we were um because heaven and i used to actually work together we did (laughs) uh and when we when we were working together you talked about the fact that you had books that you were reading mm-hmm. that were something that just like propelled you forward. Is there anything that you have yeah. that you're doing either that has, prof- that has been had a profound effect on your life or is something that you're doing right now that you think people would, would benefit from? Definitely. Like I have so much material, like <laughs> just reach out and ask me, I swear to God, like I will just word vomit information on you. <laughs> um, but I guess what actually ended up happening is once I had that moment of I'm going to do it or I'm not, Mm -hmm. um, I actually like got into therapy and I, I recognize that I don't have the skills or the tools to actually know how to do better. So I need help, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and with that, I also had taught myself or had a very big passion about psychology so I taught myself psychology read a bunch of books about it like audible um, did the entrepreneurial thing where I taught myself how I learned and then started diving into teaching myself things to basically rebuild who I am as a person Um, Brene Brown I gotta say absolutely love her Um, her her books really helped me through a dark time is there any particular book in general that you can think of that might have been the Daring Greatly. That was such a good one. Which one's that? What's that one about? Just as a synopsis for people that want to go and read it. It's it's been a while since I've read it. I'm okay. not gonna lie, but like years, and it really talks about the power of vulnerability. And to me, vulnerability is just being so genuinely honest about yourself and what you need, and kind of the social expectations that we have too, like. One of the references that she says is women are expected to do everything and look good while doing it. Mm -hmm. And men are expected to be up on that big white horse and never come down unless Mm -hmm. it's their deathbed. And so like so many social impressions and restraints that we go through that 
are just very detrimental to our mental health. Like the expectations that we have don't make sense. And I just want to say that it's very important for men to be vulnerable about their emotions. And it's really important for women to, you know, we do get a little more leeway in being vulnerable. We as do. far as being vulnerable goes, yeah. But you yes. also get a huge amount of walls that get put up on other in other ways, you know, things yes. like that. And so that's the, I, that is that weird trade-off it of is. like, it's just as detrimental for men as it is for women but in different ways sort of situation Completely. mental mental health wise yeah and, and that's why it it's we, always crazy <laughs> right we get caught up so much in blaming the other side and I'm like no i think we both need to recognize and realize that we all have these social restraints that we're unable to really move past because we've been so stuck in the mindsets and in the patterns and in the behaviors and we get so stuck on blame that we don't do anything about it and it's like men are doing this to us women are doing this to us and it's like yes yeah like both <laughs> sides are you're both right like you're both really right we all need to figure out that it's yeah. everybody <laughs> and like and responsibility is such like um a strategy like a behavioral strategy like we need to take responsibility for our actions and like owning up to our sides and what we're doing to the opposite gender if we're actually wanting to move forward and not have them do that back to us. Yeah. Yeah. So for one side, like I don't accept that from men when they try to give me shit. I'm just like, no. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but nah, not going to do it. <laughs> so I just like, I don't accept it for one. I'm like, I'm going to do what I'm capable of doing. And I don't care what you have to say about it. Like, I'll see what I'm capable of. Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I did want to ask just from your perspective, mm -hmm. and I know this might be like a weird question to just ask. Just go for it. Um, <laughs> So you're obviously uh, a very beautiful lady. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, and I know I had moments of feeling when I was... Because I, I I went through your Instagram to kind of like research a little bit for right. topics of like things that like... like I felt like a little creepy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like going through all of I'm that. I'm sure. And so, uh, so I was just like, I'm just like stalking her. <laughs> it's okay. I stalk people too. <laughs> uh, it's, it's fine. But I, 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 I was wondering, mm. do you think that um that plays a part in what you've what in in the amount of people that you've been able to get to follow you and things like that i just don't know if you if it's something you've ever thought about um, as a as an instagram person and things like that and so that was just a to better understand your question are you asking me how my appearance has related to has, my following yeah of course okay. yeah that's actually a good question. I was just having a conversation with my <laughs> friend about this. It's it's really weird um, because first and foremost, I see myself as an intellectual yeah. and um, a very emotionally developed person. And I think I get a lot of polarity in the reaction of how I look and how people assume me to be. Mm -hmm. And it's been quite a barrier um, to get past people to recognize me for what I have to say versus my appearance, especially cause like I'm a jock. So it's yeah. like, Oh, you work out, you're <laughs> dumb. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know how to get past that. <laughs> That's such a weird moment. Cause I've, I've seen so many 
both male and female, like like people that do lifting, people that are like like into sports and things like that. And they're some of the smartest people I've yes. ever met. Like they almost have to have this like yes. innate sense of connection with different things. And yeah. so that that one has never stuck with me like it's never made sense minus the fact that you see it in like movies and stuff like that right like and that's the main thing <laughs> there are definitely stereotypes like i know a lot of dumb fitness people that have good genetics watch really dumb stuff and just kind of abuse their bodies but god i've messed up my body so many times and i've had personal trainers and coaches mess up my body too that i really had to like research it and figure it out for myself so I guess I've just failed so much, <laughs> so many times that I had to teach myself everything <laughs> to like get better and do better, right? So I think with athletes, athletes too specifically, it's we have very developed intrapersonal um, intelligence and it's because we have to listen to our bodies so well and be connected with our bodies mm-hmm. that we get in tuned with everything that we're feeling and going through because like I'm not watching myself throw something. I'm feeling the complete movement of it. And so I think with that skill set, with that like refined talent, we really learn to become introspective and like, especially with goals, like getting up on stage or competing in bodybuilding or something like that. You have to get past yourself. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's a huge barrier for a lot of people of that moment of that your own separate insecurity of like, oh, man, I'm (laughs) getting up here on stage and it's just me. I know. Like, I'm not not part of a team. I'm not part of this. Like, I can't like blame it. (laughs) That's also a part that I see in uh, in people's eyes when like when and when they come and talk to me on that type of stuff. They're like, I can't blame anyone else. No. If I mess up. Uh-uh. Like there's no team to be like we can share it all together. It's like right. it's on me. <laughs> yes, so true. And when you have to get past yourself, like we're really looking at things like discipline, focus, determination, willpower, and those are something that I personally define as cognitive archetypes mm-hmm. because it's behavioral patterns that represent personality traits. But really, when you analytically deduce it, it's more of personality strategies that we've developed based off of how people have responded to us, like social conditioning, our yeah. environment, and then also how our personal strengths were when people were responding to us. So like natural talents and then people responding to us in that way. And it's been really interesting to like, I suck at discipline. I'm just going to say it. I suck at discipline. Yeah. Suck preach at focus. it, you practice it, but I suck at it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. suck, suck at focus and I suck at consistency, but really good at determination, really good at willpower, really good at um, responsibility. So like, I'll be the first person to admit my mistakes, own up to it, make a plan to change it and do it. And... So I suck at other things, but I'm really good at other things. So I've learned how to use the things that I'm good at to mentally break down the other things I'm not good at and rebuild it within my own patterns. And a lot of that was like removing the emotional blocks that I had to those things and those negative beliefs that I had to those things and just being able to move forward in that way. That's... Amazing. That's so awesome. And I I do think, honestly, (laughs) that determination is a skill that needs to be 
honed by everyone because that is i it doesn't matter that's the one thing of like it doesn't matter how many times you fail if you're constantly determined that like this is gonna happen i'm gonna do this it's kind of uh i mean that's kind of how this came about was just that moment of like (laughs) not only did i have right time right place sort of situation where i was in a yeah uh in a situation with my job and things like that where i can actually I have a lot of free time to think about this type of stuff. Right. (laughs) But it was that moment of like, this is, and I, and I love having everybody else on here and everybody has that thing, but this is my baby. This is my determination. Like this, this isn't happening without me making sure that we put this stuff out there and we've had plenty of mess ups. (laughs) (laughs) So many. (laughs) And so I, the one thing that I've always admired about you and loved about you is the fact that, you have this eloquence of speaking. Thank you. That is absolutely amazing for me. And it does have that. You always have those, you know, those snap judgments that you make of people originally. Yes. Like what we were talking about before, right. where we we're talking about like if someone's beautiful or if someone's, you know, a jock or yeah. someone's, you know, a nerd or different things the like that. That they won't, that you just stereotype them immediately in your head and you have this like then you have this wall for them to have to break down right basically and so it was really amazing to be able to find a person that took the time to learn about language and learn about like the yeah. things that the the effective ways to communicate because that's actually something that I've been working on as it is right now with right. with learning how to like interview people and things like that <laughs> and it's such a crazy feeling of like having to be introspective with yourself and be like how well do i actually know this in order for me to be able to (laughs) tell you this (laughs) yes oh gosh and it's just been such a long journey too like eight years like eight years of just like i'm going to unfuck myself (laughs) basically and like and in contemplating death so much so avidly for five years straight Mm -hmm. like from hitting that rock bottom it really showed me the things i wanted to live for yeah yeah and you just have to basically be burned so many times and just become the phoenix of your own life and it's like the only things that can be burned are the things that are no longer serving me what remains is my true authentic self and so by destruction after destruction after destruction, it's like, okay, this is me. Okay, this is me. I get to redetermine who I am moving forward. I don't, <laughs> this is, this is the same point that I've, I've heard made by, I don't know if you know who Jordan Peterson is. I don't. You don't? Well, he's a, he's a speaker that was also like a clinical uh, psychologist Ooh, and, cool. and different things like that. And he, he has very... Uh, <laughs> he has very strong opinions about things. And so he usually right. gets pulled into like political battles and different and different things like that. But there are these um, talks that he gives. And one of those is exactly that same mentality where he's like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be these horrible moments that you have, yes. but you have to burn off these parts of your personality mm-hmm. or these, you know, these different things that are not, that you don't want anymore. Right. And some of them are going to scream and they're going to, you know, like they they don't want yes. to be gotten rid of. No. And so it was just funny to hear that come from, yeah. from you as well. So that's yeah. a very like uh, <laughs> interesting moment that 
<laughs> that I that I had just heard that and then I heard you say it again. <laughs> yeah. And you know I did read a lot of books, of course. Mm. I will I will show you all the books that I've read. I have the whole collection of them, but and I did a mentorship in spirituality for like 2 years too, so I literally You did a uh, you mentored someone or you got mentored? I got mentored. Okay. So I like I did deep meditation, but like active meditation. And I there's so much mysticism mm-hmm. to it, so I'm just going to explain it really logically. And it's just learning how to consciously tap into your subconscious in order to rewire the beliefs and the emotions that are attached to your thoughts. That's another version of it. We actually have... I I, I, I don't know if you've listened to any of the, the Dane and Friends podcasts. No, I'm a that. dick. So I didn't. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. You are totally fine. But we actually have one that's about the differences between active and passive meditation. Oh, really? And going through, because I have a friend that's incredibly into that stuff really so it's i would love to do a podcast with her oh my god that would be fun um it is just it's it is so nice to to have that and it was because meditation myself i had my own blocks of meditation of like what is this is this something that i just like you know sit in a room a dark room quietly and like not yep. to like make my mind all blank and things like that and he's like no that's not it's not what meditation is meditation no. is uh, such a unique uniquely personal experience yes. that it's hard to not uh, right. <laughs> it's hard to like it's hard to explain almost and i tr- like in therapy the my therapist wanted me to do mindful meditation which is not thinking about anything mm-hmm. and of course my brain cannot do that you can't have that mentality of like because the more that you're like think about nothing think about nothing think about nothing yeah (laughs) such a paradoxic thing (laughs) not how life works a lot of the time you just end up you just end up flipping yourself back into something you're trying not to do yeah and it's but when i've recently learned about mindful meditation it's not focusing on what you're thinking it's focusing on what you're feeling and it's like, oh, once you bring that sensory input to the focus of your brain, mm-hmm. then I could do it. But it took me two years of active <laughs> meditation. And I'm not going to lie, but ego deaths, and I would say um, shadow work would be the term that I would use. Just super intense shadow work going through every trauma I've ever experienced. And I would imagining myself as that parent and mm-hmm. teaching myself how to love myself so that's what i would do to basically reprogram my subconscious was just using the psychological tool of imagination and then what that means in the realm of consciousness yeah. to rewrite my past experience and to reprogram what i wish someone would have said to me and how i wish someone would have treated me instead it's amazing. Thanks. <laughs> that takes a huge amount of work. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I was really active on my Instagram, and that's I built it up to like ten point three. And then when I started doing that mentorship, I was like, I can't. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't. I was like, this is so emotionally taxing, and like, my god, this sucks. <laughs> I need to focus on this, and I would just 
go there almost every day for like a year straight and I'm like I'm doing this and like once I decide to do something like game over I'm it's, sitting down doing yep. it until it's done <laughs> it's just happening <laughs> yes <laughs> uh so we've definitely been covering a lot of like your beliefs and things like right that. and I I more for the people that that I guess want to know you a little bit more personally with like the lifting uh-huh. the people that go through lifting this thing yeah what what are some things that you don't normally talk about on your Instagram with things like that? Do you have like interests and things that you're, that you pursue outside of that? And maybe people can know a little bit more about you on that end of it. Yeah. I mean, I read a write. I read a lot. I write a mm-hmm. lot. Like I'm, I constantly have to educate myself because that's just the kind of mind that I have. I love country swing dancing. Like <laughs> I like raving and like just spending time with my friends. Like I'm, I'll go and do anything with the right people. So like I'm very good on being with my people, having fun, building really deep relationships with my friends is something I've recently been working on. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I think my depression really just like ostracized me or I ostracized myself in depression. Yeah. yeah. So really just getting to the point where I am now and it's like I love my I love who I am as a person. That's amazing. That's yeah. such a great achievement. Thanks. And- <laughs> I know it sounds like a lot, eight years, basically, getting to the point of loving yourself. I just want to talk to the people that are out there. Like, eight years may seem like a hugely long time, but Mm -hmm. think about it in the span of your entire life. You have so much more life now to live that you love yourself and that you can actually keep moving forward. And and I hope that it's something that uh, we can help everybody else kind of, like, make that realization. I hope that, I hope that you guys as you're listening to this are thinking about even just small things of like your own, your own blocks, your own mental blocks, your own things that you're having trouble with. And I I would, I I would definitely recommend um, messaging heaven at lifting the stigma. I'm sure that she can give you (laughs) multiple things to talk about and go through. I think that would be uh, uh, that she will be a great tool to be able to help you. <laughs> and if you're having any problems or anything like that, I'm and you're just looking for a community, Dane and Friends is here for you. I'm always willing to listen to you and any comments you have, anything that you've got going for mm-hmm. you over, you know, say Facebook, Instagram, anything you want to talk to me on. I we also have an email, Dane and Friends email at gmail.com if you don't want other people to be able to see something you want yeah. to talk about. <laughs> like that's what we're here for. We're just right. here to try and help you guys, you know, feel like you can be part of a community. Because yes. I think there uh, is a huge amount of people that don't have that in their yeah. lives right now. And that was always the worst part about going through my depression is like I I had no one to talk to and no one as a mentor. And the most important part of my health and how I got out of everything was I had mentors in my life that were actually vulnerable with me and told me that it was something that everyone faces and I was like okay so there isn't anything wrong with me and you what you said was so beautifully put and I'm just going to add to that and say if you're feeling suicidal if you hate your life just know that it will get better it has no other choice but to get better. And when you're faced with the choice to do or to not do, just do it. 
Like, yeah. When you're to the point where you can't feel anything and you don't care, fuck it, do it. <laughs> like, get better. <laughs> and people are treating you like crap, just, okay, cut them out. Just do it for yourself. And what I have really noticed and focused on is this is literally just the relationship with myself and coming out of depression and out of suicidal thoughts and out of all that. I realized that what I was deeply missing was the relationship that I have with myself and all the traumas and all the beliefs that separated me from my relationship. Like, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm unlovable. Like people abandon me, all this stuff. And just don't abandon yourself. Be the one person that you don't abandon and that doesn't abandon you. Just give that to yourself. Because at the end, you're the person you've got. Yeah. You're the only person that knows what you feel, what you've experienced. So if you're going to make any kind of commitment, do it for you. Amazing. <laughs> and let's just laugh that off because that of was course, too intense. That was very <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I did want to say so much. Thank you for coming in and just doing just a short little podcast with yeah, me. Thank uh, you so much been, for having me. Uh, it's been an amazing time. Um, like I said before, uh, definitely you can. My brain's not working now. That my, I've, I've like, I'm literally like reliving, like going through all my own <laughs> stuff and things that I've been working on. That's okay. Um, just constantly, I because any piece of information, I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling you're similar to this, where you're a little bit more of an observer in life with things like that, where like you take yeah. other people's information <laughs> mm-hmm. and just kind of like go around and around and around in your head yeah. until you're like, how can this fit into the what I, <laughs> mental loops you of just, insanity. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> um, but definitely, like I said before, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, if you have something that you want me in heaven to talk about again, that you oh, are like yeah. super crazy for, I, I hope I could say this. Let let heaven know on Instagram, and she can let me know. Or you can do things. On, you can let us know on Facebook. You can let me know on Instagram under Dane and Friends. Uh, you can do the emails Dane and Friends email at gmail dot com. Um, and if you have this, if you have the moment where you and I, I feel like this is a uh, um, the fact that you guys give your time to this is a much bigger commitment than anything else mm-hmm. that i could ever ask of you but if you guys love what we do and want to continue helping us move forward um not only are the ideas and the comments and everything super helpful but also just um if you if you decide you have a little bit of money that you're like i could part with that to help them out uh you can do you can su- support us at anchor.fm slash dane and friends and uh we'll t- and we'll use your money to help you to help to continue to make the better content and the things that we love and hopefully Mm -hmm. you love too. Um, is there anything else besides that, uh, that you want to do besides uh, lifting the stigma, obviously go and (laughs) uh, follow heaven on lifting the stigma. There are so many great moments and so many things Mm -hmm. that I, I feel like have 
I feel like I got to just have the the big actual picture more yeah. than on Instagram because sometimes I feel like Instagram gives you just so little to work with that it does. you're like, here's a tiny little motivational uh, yeah. thing. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's do this. Let's get pumped. <laughs> and one paragraph. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, that, and it's like so picture-based. And I'm like, no, read it. I promise. Read it. <laughs> just do it. Just read my stuff. <laughs> don't pay attention to how beautiful she is you just yeah. go to the go to the pic, go to the i pic. mean you just kidding. <laughs> 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 oh. but i think what i have to say is so much more valuable than the image that i actually have and with what you said earlier i just want to add to i really want to hear what you guys have to say about my content like i really want to know what questions you have about what you're going through and what advice i can give to my followers and like how i can better support you guys too because i'm literally only doing this for you because it sucks being super vulnerable in front of like eight thousand people it's and nine getting nine thousand now <laughs> i think it's From eight I, I saw i saw nine thousand when i was looking at it <laughs> okay i don't i guess i don't know how many followers i have or don't have <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'm just crazy but i was uh, it was either it was either nine thousand or like really close to it okay i think it's eight but i don't know <laughs> um but i'm really doing this for you guys because i made myself a promise that i would be the person that i always needed growing up and that i would be the mentor that i didn't have so if you would give me the honor of doing that for you it would just be such a blessing to me and i'd appreciate it a lot Thank you so much, Heaven. And thank you, guys. I just want to let you know that I love you all. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Philosophy, topography, Star Wars, cryptozoology, comic books and textbooks, they're all the same. They all deserve some room inside your brain. Let's talk about it, let's talk about it. Dane and friends are here to talk about it. Let's talk about it, let's talk about it. Dane and friends are here to talk about it.